Whatever. It may be but something yeah, that comes and goes. Been, we've only been doing it for six years. Who cares? There's only so much we can control. If we make it better... And of those things, will... there's only so many of those things we can control that we can make good. Yeah. If, if, <laughs> if we make the podcast better, we will lose our listeners because they'll be like, well, this just isn't the same show anymore. They went, they, yeah, they, they went and cleaned up their act. They went and got all mainstream <laughs> with their fancy equipment and their good sound quality <laughs> and their stuff that works. <laughs> Then they're going to start demanding like thought out <laughs> topics and conversations and their quality content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a guy and a guy and a guy. Not, we missed. That's wow. my pie, kitty. <laughs> <laughs> missed pie day by uh, less than two weeks yeah, on this one. We were close. Just, just dancing around the actual dates with these three somethings in March of this year. Those darn, it, it was bound to happen at some point. Darn threes. Mm-hmm. We just had Michael on, so we, you know he won't be here for. 316. Oh, no. Which is some wrestling reference, I guess, yeah. according to uh, this person who we have on the line with us. I'm Craig. And I'm Mike. And that person that we have on the line with us who's about to start talking is. is... Hello, Kurt. Hi. Little brother. Hi, Kurt. Hi. How are you doing? <laughs> We're good. How is 316? What what wrestling reference was that that you made? That's a Stone Cold Steve Stone Cold. Austin okay. Yeah. Yep. Like that tells you that's my most recent wrestling reference. So that tells you like how up to date I am. Right. It's it's that it's that. Can you smell what Stone Cold's cooking? Right. That's the line. Yeah. That that's it. That's not <laughs> The Rock at all. Like, and that's not. This isn't twenty years ago. <laughs> slightly better than making a, a The Rock reference. Or is that of the same era? Or and then I finished it with, "Ooh yeah, <laughs> what you gonna do?" <laughs> with the, yeah, that tells you how long it's been since I've watched wrestling with any type of regularity. Yeah, that's my my wheelhouse is Randy, Randy. Macho Man and the <laughs> Ultimate Warrior, <laughs> the Heart Foundation, Bobby Heenan as a as a manager, being the one of the big big bad guys. Oh yeah, back before like this was like even like before like once when one of the heart guys fell off the they fell off of some platform or something hurt themselves really badly like that was after me I was like and that's a long <laughs> yeah, time ago died. wait hurt hurt themselves for real yeah oh. no he died oh he died sorry yeah, Ooh, he hurt himself he really that's, how I, that's how Owen Hart died yeah that's that's after I stopped watching yeah Owen no was that uh, his name you say yeah. his name was Owen. Stop it. That's really irritating. That's why they wanted to throw her from the train, I guess. <laughs> or stab her, in, stab her in the ear with a giant scissors. Or get Louis Armstrong to try to kill her. <laughs> Give her a heart attack. <laughs> Blow a trumpet in her ear while she's sleeping. Oh, how's everything, Kurt? Poison her with 
rat poison. It's a lovely day. The sun is shining. Spring break started yesterday afternoon. <laughs> so you've this got, is great. You've got time off. You're away from the kids. Yay! Yay! I don't have anything like that. I got to go back to work next week. <laughs> I'm uh yeah, me too. But I I am <clears throat> living vicariously through my 18 year old nephew who uh drove down to Florida with 12 of his friends in a three car caravan. Apparently my hearing that echo. Yep, it's there. The audience might not be able to hear it. <laughs> We're going to hope Uh-oh. not. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I could just do this doing something over there he's pressing buttons we could just make everything echoey no no it's good that, <laughs> now i can hear myself echo i don't want hello to hello that. hello why is it sticking here oh oh there it is wait oh, this is bad we gotta fix hello. this which one what is, is the, the echo? echo that's, that's not, not it, it. <laughs> top notch hello there it is whoa we'll just do this the whole episode no one will be able to hear that that echo uh through the hangout right this won't get annoying not at all <laughs> attention Nerdburger listeners offers. <laughs> there's a special on aisle mike <laughs> it's in his pants whoa <laughs> jeez i wasn't prepared to do an announcement <laughs> obviously <laughs> As we are sitting here, the Kickstarter is one dollar. One, one dollar. Short away of five thousand dollars. Wow. <laughs> That's really, really killing me. Oh, too bad this isn't live. We could uh, petition for somebody to jump in there and throw a buck on it. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. He's just handing me a dollar. <laughs> this is, no, I can't, I can't give you I can't give you this because this is Nerdburger's first dollar. That's the dollar we made from uh that, that Matthew just Matthew gave us gave out us. of his He's pocket. Like, I'm going to invest in the podcast. And we, we set it on the on the table over there, and there it has sat for over six years. Lost my headphones. <laughs> he was laughing so hard his headphones came off. Have you have you considered giving Craig four quarters? <laughs> you have quarters. Andy? I'm looking. I don't see I any. Do not see any That's okay. Change. That's okay. That's okay. Well, Somebody here. somebody's gonna take it. Somebody's gonna take another. Somebody's gonna back it. Don't stop. Okay, Kurt, you and I are doing the show now because Mike's looking around. For I have money. a dime a and four <laughs> pennies. So, does anyone else have eighty-six cents more that they can donate? No. Well, I do, but I'm kind of far from you. <laughs> Throw it really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it at the screen really hard. Try to get it to go through the tubes. <laughs> oh man! If you hit it just right. And I'm like two thirds of the way to actually getting the little Patreon up to where I'd like it to be. If I can get, if I can get my Patreon to a hundred dollars a month, that doesn't give me a ton of money, but it gives me some, a little bit that kind of help with some expenses and things. But I'm also going to put artwork into this little quarterly PDF thing that I do. I've talked to Beth about doing some line artwork. It'll start out as just like line art, no, no color, um, so that we can do fairly quick, relatively inexpensive stuff. So that'll make the, the PDFs look nicer. So if you're interested in giving me $2 a month <laughs> for the rest of your life, or however long this Patreon lasts, who knows? I really need to get that sound bite. You can do that. Um, do you accept Bitcoin? I do not accept Bitcoin. I accept... What about Dogecoin? No, no. What's wrong Dogecoin? What? Dogecoin? What is that? Dogecoin. Doge. Or how about potcoin? Do you accept potcoin? <laughs> I accept dollars. 
Do they have to be American dollars? They have to be dollars that you can, they have to be money that you can put into, that you can get charged off your card. However, Patreon does it, wherever they accept money from. Um, so yeah, Nerdburger Craig on Patreon. I make, I, no, nobody's gotten charged yet. You won't get charged until April 1st. And that's when everything kind of start, begins in earnest. Um, and I'll start actually, we'll have a vote <laughs> to see what the quarterly is going to be. It's going to be between, uh, what was it? Capers Pirates <laughs> and Capers Carnival, like 1930s Dust Bowl Carnival. So I'll do like a 10 or 12 page mini setting so you can play pirates with superpowers. <laughs> or you can be like a carnival person, a sideshow person <laughs> with superpowers in between the 20s and the 40s settings. <laughs> but uh, pat- the, the patrons on the Patreon get to vote on that you don't throw in for the right level you don't get to vote although you can get the thing so that's all i've got to say <laughs> vote to get the stuff and things <laughs> there you go <laughs> stuff and things that's um, your campaign slogan you should run for office <laughs> and the kickstarter is rolling along it's doing fine doing well happy 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 is that is that it are we ready sounds like a yes to me yeah yep yeah. it's time to go oh wait no it's uh, time for news i'm sorry what's news craig Oh, what am I going to do here? Um, There was a fella in Santa Rosa, California, who was forced to reduce the size of his fence. He had a... The Saint of Roses. He had dogs, and uh, he put up a fence to keep the dogs on the yard. Nice guy, right? Yeah. But he did like the... uh, Like your neighbors do, Mike. But (laughs) he put the fence out in the front. Oh, neighbor fail. And... It was like a five or six feet tall fence. Well, yeah, you don't want the dogs jumping out. So it's a gigantic eyesore because mm-hmm. it's that big. Yeah, so, it's a privacy fence. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's six the kind you put fence in your backyard like normal two people. Two dogs in the yard um, so that his dogs would have a place to run. Um, he was then ordered to cut his $9,000 fence in half after a neighbor <laughs> filed a complaint with the city claiming it obstructed view of oncoming traffic at a nearby intersection. Which is reasonable. I can yep. see that being the sure. case. So he, you know, and he, you know, bad neighbor, sure. Tall fence, looks crappy in the front yard, obstructs view. He's got to cut it. So he cut it. Yeah. And then he decorated the front of his yard with um, like lawn furniture populated by naked mannequins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You stole one of my news items. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I came across this too. Oh, this is great. <laughs> the dummy display features a sign that reads reserved seat for the nosy neighbor that complained about my fence, my fence. to the city. <laughs> so he's even calling out the neighbor, yeah. who, though he doesn't know who it is. Um, so far, the locals are enjoying the naked personal <laughs> protest. So nobody's, I'm, there's probably people who are complaining, but everybody's like, uh, well, you know, it's not like actual nudity. It's just, it's plastic lawn decoration. Yeah. They're, <laughs> plus they don't really have, people you know, stop, they're like, they're like, you know, Barbie dolls, right? People stop by. Yeah. They're all action figures. They're, they're they smooth they don't down have, there. Yeah. <laughs> Shiny. Yeah. People stop by, take photos. <laughs> well it's done, now a tourist Cal- destination. Well done, California man. Yeah. <laughs> Florida man. But the best part, Florida man could take a notice, lesson. Did you notice what was on the Johnny. table or with all with the lawn furniture surrounding it? Twenty uh, papers. I don't that's know. Two dollars. A, a mannequin head on a platter. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry. 
Didn't ask for a dime. Two dollars. Well, <laughs> took I me sh- that long to find it. I should put that. I should put. I should put that soundbite into a video on my Patreon page. You should. Two dollars. <laughs> and that's a. Uh, yeah, that's a. Uh, Slight, that's, slightly, that's slightly older Grover Dill. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's that's the low tier. I'm going that's... to have to bookmark this. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> anyway, what else is news? Kurt, you got something? Yeah, have you followed what uh, the Iditarod recently? I did a rod um, too. Yeah, Whoa. yeah. Did. <laughs> How was he? <laughs> no, the Iditarod <laughs> was recently just wrapped up uh, a yeah. little over a week ago, and that would be the uh, race years. that's in Alaska. That's in Alaska. With, that's the, with the, the dogs, uh, the dogs that the, go mush. The dogs, the dogs to Nome, yeah. They, dogs they to Nome. Nome, Alaska. <laughs> okay. It's you know over a thousand, about a thousand miles long race across Alaska. You know, I prefer to have uh, my sled dragged by gnomes to dog Alaska. It's the anti Ditterod. They sing better songs anyway. I suppose those those gnomes they probably have like little gnome marching songs, right? Yeah, <laughs> but they but they smell worse. That's those, a got those good pointy, gnome. We're talking about gnome, those, not gnome. Those pointy hats, <laughs> festive colors. Easy to but find anyway, in the blizzard. <laughs> I lost my gnomes. They were they're wearing orange and yellow. You can find them. <laughs> Go ahead, Kurt. Um, so it's a race from Anchorage to Nome, Alaska, every year. This time of year, after there's plenty of snow on the ground, but it's starting to warm up a little bit, so you know they don't all just die on the route. Sure. <laughs> Thousand miles, and uh, there's this uh, Frenchman who took second place last year, and he was out front last year until he got. He and his dogs got lost in a blizzard and got off the trail oh. and had to make their way back. And by then, uh, the, the man behind him had passed them, and they ended up taking second. Um, so this year, he was back for revenge. I'm going to win this year. And they were, he was out front with his dogs. Well, he was um, French, so it was, I'm going to win this year. <laughs> except I'm not, because I'm French and we lose. But I'm going to win this year. And <laughs> they were less than 200 miles away from Nome and had about a five-hour lead. And a blizzard. And at one point, two of the dogs just started kind of getting nippy and annoying at each other. <laughs> and, well, and he yelled at one. And the dogs quit. <gasps> oh, oh, my God. Rage quit on, on the French guy. On the Iditarod. Yeah. On the Iditarod. Yep. Awesome. One of his dogs had been kind of fighting with another dog. And he yelled at it to stop. And then they all stopped. <laughs> Were the and dogs French, too? run anymore. Stop, stop. Wow. And they they turned to him and said, You can walk home. <laughs> no, they, they they turned to him, they lit a cigarette, and then they said You go ahead and finish yourself. We wow. dogs sit here for now. Wow. Yeah. The dogs he just been, up and quit. It's like he, he managed to kind of get them about a mile to where there was a shelter and they planted there and he was hoping like he, he kinda of hoped that when the other people behind him caught up that would inspire them to get back into the competitive spirit. Oh, sure. Nope. 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 <laughs> dogs nope. are having none of that. Yep. So he yelled at one of the dogs and the dogs all just said, nope. He had a five <laughs> and a half so hour crazy. lead and he didn't complete the Five race. and a wow. half. Wow. Can you imagine? That's like being in a car, having a five and a half hour lead on like the cannonball run <laughs> across the country. <laughs> and then your car dies and you spend the next five and a half hours just trying to turn the engine over, <laughs> getting nowhere. <laughs> Click. Because <laughs> oh. 
I'm sure, you know, he, he was way out in front. He knew it. He, 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 he fell behind last year. He's, you know, he didn't give up after 10 minutes of trying to get the dogs going. He probably sat there and worked with those dogs, trying mm-hmm. everything he could think of for hours. Mm-hmm. Wow. Maybe. And then maybe just said, okay, you know what? They need some rest. We'll try again in the morning. Try it again in the morning. Nothing. <laughs> Went back out to the garden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Gave now the- it's flooded. <laughs> <laughs> Gave them all red rockets. Oh, now they're even more tired. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. <clears throat> Two years in a row, huge lead. Maybe the third time is the charm. <laughs> no, maybe he's going to have uh, the maybe turkey. He'll the have French the French lose. He'll, he'll be <laughs> out hat. in front next year and he'll, something <laughs> weird will happen. <laughs> the sad yeah. French hat trick. Yeah. You say the third time's the charm, or maybe things always come in threes. threes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy! Speaking of third times the charm and things coming in threes and vaguely music related, Bill and Ted has a release date. Bill and Ted three. I heard. Yeah, August twenty first, twenty twenty. They're filming this summer. It is official. Fun. Yeah. Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted face the music. They face the music. That's the music connection. Yeah. Well, that and the fact that they're you know supposedly the best musicians ever that did you see the uh, the announcement the did, you see, did you see the announcement with the two of them at the hollywood bowl i'm looking at it um i don't believe i think i watched it well they introduced like themselves 20 you know, seconds like, long they introduced themselves Do you want to Al- listen to no, it the, the, okay. the visual is what's important yeah, yeah, they yeah. introduced themselves you know, like i'm alex winter and i'm keanu oh, reeves <laughs> i know what you're and together we are wild stallions and as i'm watching it i'm like they're in character right now they're they're saying who they really are but they're in character Keanu Reeves is doing like the Ted kind of Ted has this manic energy in the movies. He's always kind of shifting from one foot to another. And yeah. he's kind of, his arms are always kind of expressed, you know, like out of his sides a little bit and expressing he's doing that. He's, he's got his arms crossed over. His not, not like during this. the part of the one part of the thing that I saw where he was kind <clears> of like, like he wasn't just standing there to giving the line saying, Hey, the movie's coming. He was kind of, and he crosses his arms right at the beginning, but he's doing the, oh yeah, and then he does kind of do this. Yeah, and he's, he's doing the, like, that's Ted. Yeah, but that's he's not Ted doing the voice, Logan. though. He's doing no. the, the highly, um, uh, I don't want to say curated, because you hate that word, but the the, <laughs> the very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, he sounds like Keanu Reeves. But, There's right, no but Keanu Reeves has been working voice. very hard over the last 30 to years not to not like sound like dude. Ted anymore. Yeah, yeah. So he, he basically has no affectation or or dialect to his no, voice he's got a generic he just accent. kind of talks yeah. like this now very much like a robot so that he does not sound like a surfer dude <laughs> like somebody who's named keanu <laughs> <laughs> cool breeze through the mountains <laughs> right that's what that means i believe so yeah it's a hawaiian name right mm-hmm. um so yeah that's that'll be fun i'll be you know any Paneo, what is that i don't know I know it started with an H <laughs> and had many syllables. That's all. But know. only like four different letters. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want more, more uh, music news, sure. music related news? Why not? Hey, remember MySpace? <laughs> I remember. Yeah. I remember Tom. I mean, it was a social networking yeah. platform before Facebook. And it was better than Friendster, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Friendster. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, Friendster was the one before MySpace. Ooh, ooh. Okay, yeah. So not the oldest one, but uh, but the one that immediately preceded all the ones that you know now. And uh, yeah, apparently they accidentally deleted everything everyone ever uploaded before 2016 and can't can't recover it. <laughs> Oops. 
at least that's that's according to their data protection officer, Dr. Jana Gensch, who is clearly doing a heck of a job, as it says here in this article. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have backups. They had no backups for all of the stuff that was on, on their site that virtually no one was using. And they were probably not making much money off of. But I can't, I, I didn't, how is it, how, is, how are they even employing somebody that's in charge of data protection at this point? Like, how do they even make money? I well, MySpace my kind of rebranded themselves as a music thing a few years ago, <clears throat> specifically. Right, but then everybody's everybody's page stopped working. They were going to try to make their niche there. Apparently, this was a thing that happened like a year ago. Everybody's page stopped working, and nobody knew why. Well, this is why. (laughs) Yeah, I I heard the story too. They were trying to transfer everything to new servers, and it failed. Yes, like that. (laughs) You mean you didn't? They used cut and paste from one server to another instead of copy and paste and then take <laughs> the extra step to go back and delete from the original server. Like, a, you know, a smart professional computer user or anyone with a brain does. <laughs> do, do you know the bit with Tom being kind of an a-hole online from several years <clears throat> ago? Mm, don't remember when instagram changed some of its terms of service he, he, he remarked people keep asking so i'll say it fear over instagram's terms change is ridiculous get real folks somebody responded says the guy that was not able to keep his social network alive yeah tom responded says the guy who sold myspace in 2005 for 580 million dollars while you slave away hoping for a half day off because <laughs> <laughs> tom's kind of a dick yeah yeah <laughs> The, the company said, uh, but that's okay. We apologize for the inconvenience and suggest that you retain your backup copies. <laughs> a little late. <laughs> a little late. Thanks. Uh, well, I'm not all broken up over it. I never had a no. MySpace page. No one was ever begging for my top eight spaces. <laughs> See, well, I, would, I wouldn't have even remembered that's how it worked. Anymore? <laughs> the only reason I even know that that is a thing is because of the Weird Al song. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about MySpace. Was- I was on MySpace like right at the very beginning, and then I'm like, oh, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Let's see. What do we got here? Oh. Hey, the Flat Earthers are planning an Antarctica trip to prove the planet's shape because they don't believe anything that anybody says, including NASA, so about uh, the shape of the Earth. Is that where the cliff is? There's no cliff that falls off into nothing. There's no cliff. Don't do you know this? Do you know the? Do you know the theory? No. The flat Earther theory about well, why the water doesn't fall off the edge. <laughs> they have a theory. No, and <clears throat> you you've mentioned this recently, but you didn't explain what it was. All so right, go go ahead and tell us the theory. Imagine that the actual that the that the globe, the world that, that is round, take <laughs> take your finger and shove it right yeah, up I'm in the sorry, middle. Where? Shove it right up in the middle of Antarctica. <laughs> So and then peel the earth up from there. So this okay. so you've got a big circle with the north pole okay. in the center. Like peeling an orange backwards from the bottom up. Right. And okay. you and you lay it flat. And so the north pole's in the center and all the continents are around it like a clock. And then Antarctica okay. is a ring all the way around the edge. Okay. And it forms an ice wall oh. that holds all the water in. Oh, like <laughs> that is kind of like Game of Thrones, but backwards. literally what they believe. Literally, okay. That Antarctica is an ice is wall. a how many tens of thousands of miles 
diameter or uh, circumference uh-huh. ice wall uh-huh. at the edge of the earth and okay. that holds the water all right so they're going to go to antarctica to prove that so the- even though we have sailed ships around antarctica and know that it is nowhere near that circumference nowhere near mm-hmm. but they don't believe any of those people just like they don't believe nasa because nasa has so many reasons to lie you know, because there's like, what are those? Kurt, what are those good reasons to lie about the shape of the Earth? What are the good reasons yeah, to what, lie about? The shape well, of I mean, because they're, they're all Scientologists and they're trying to protect us from Xenu. Everything NASA has done is predicated on the idea dumb. that you know we've got to run. They, they've, they've taken all these photos. They've gone up there. They've gone to the moon. They come back. They've how do they explain? They've the orbited moon? the Earth multiple times. The moon just hangs there. I don't know. And bobs around. I don't know. The imaginary plane they that don't, extends they up don't, from the ice wall. They it don't, just kind of bounces off of that. They don't like, believe like Pong. anything that NASA has done. NASA has done nothing but Boink. lie since its inception. Boink. Yeah, Boink. I don't know. And the good reason for this is... I'm, I'm looking for it. I mean, there's got to be one, right? So why, why would NASA lie about everything it has uh, ever done for decades? Anyway, they're going to take a little... Uh, little a little trek down there, when, and uh, when is that? And map out the real Antarctica sure. and tell us what's really yeah. going. Well, on. That'll, it, that'll take a long time if it's you know tens of thousands of miles in circumference. Yeah, they're gonna walk, I assume. Um, <laughs> no, they're gonna do like that one dude wanted to do and shoot a rock, rocket himself up into the air. <laughs> Remember that story? From yeah, like that was the one that. Whatever yeah, that was, that was the one I was thinking of when you, yeah. when you talked about it before. Um, no, you just reminded me of something. Speaking of NASA. So remember in um in Apollo thirteen, we've all seen Apollo thirteen, right? Multiple times because it's a good movie, right? Yeah. Only takes a few liberties, mostly pretty accurate to what happened. It's a, it's amazing how few liberties they actually did take. Well, <laughs> in, you know when when a story where everything goes that badly through most of it and then ends up happy, right? You don't really need to take a lot of no, liberties they just, to like, to com- ramp up the drama. Compressed some time and yeah. like put a couple of you know non-important uh things out of out they had order some and... some people in different places sure. on earth some people who were together at different times and all that. so uh so, so there's um, a scene between the two of them right so gary sneese plays uh the guy who was supposed to be the command module pilot mm-hmm. that got replaced with kevin bacon because he was because they be said st- he was going to get the measles he, was get he sick, had been yeah. exposed to measles he had been ex- and he never had it as a kid right and so they they didn't want him getting sick up on up on the ship so in, instead um uh, Bill Paxton's character gets like the flu or something, yeah. and the clap from using the same uh, uh, P tube as uh, as <laughs> Kevin Bacon's character, who is a horn dog. Um, but that isn't that that, that that's that, that's aside. So Gary Sneese is on Earth, and uh, and yeah. then when when everything goes haywire up on the ship, they have to bring him in to Houston, Mission Control, right. to where they have the 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 fake uh, spaceship, the fake limb. Right. The, the the lunar module for him to go in there or no it's it's the command module but he goes in there and he's like tinkering with uh trying to figure out how to turn on all of the systems they need with only the amount of power they have left in the batteries right and at one point the uh they they say uh somebody says i don't know if it's his character or the guy he's working with but they say we have plenty of volts well we need we need more amps sure and uh that happened to my car <laughs> Jeez. I was like, where is this going? Yeah, but I learned a thing. Like, uh, so, so I, I, I leave work one day. This is uh, last week, I guess. So you were, you were partway to the moon in your car. Yep. And everything went haywire. No, and I, you and Bill Paxton got the clap. 
What? <laughs> but he's oh. dead. Me, oh, me and Bill you. Paxton's ghost got, got the clap together. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so you got a Volton amp thing you learned about. Okay, yeah. So so I start my car and uh, to leave work like Tuesday night. And it goes, it starts, you were talking about the, it goes, and it starts up, but just a little bit of a stutter. And I'm like, hmm, that's odd. (laughs) Then the following morning, Wednesday morning, leaving to go to work, I do it and it's, and it's even stronger. Like it almost didn't start. And I'm like, well, that's your dog saying no cars, almost four years, (laughs) cars, almost four years old. That's about how long batteries last sure, anymore these days. So, okay, I need I. What I should do is I'll get, I, I'll get to work. I'll open the back gate, and I'll back my car into the space so that the because usually I just so you pull can get forward the, so you can get it right. Front. So the hood's exposed, and then I'll just call a battery service and have them come. Sure. Um, while I'm at work, I won't miss any time. It'll cost me a few extra dollars to have them come out. What, you know, I'll have to get on the computer when I get to work and figure out if like that's something that my AAA will do, or if I can get it much cheaper from you know like National Tire and Battery if they have like a mobile thing or whatever. But anyway, so I drive to work. Um, I have to park on the little apron that's up on the sidewalk that goes into the back lot where the gate is, and of course I, you know, I don't. It's kind of a, it's it's getting better. Our neighborhood we have lots of things popping up, hotels and restaurants and. And whatnot, and it's not quite as sketchy as it was when I started working there eleven years ago. <laughs> um, but but it's just good practice to not leave anything in your car. That's not, a that's a good not, thing to that's right. a good practice no matter what. Not leave the, your car running and yeah. get out of it and walk around to the other side and fiddle with a chain, mm-hmm. big chain and a padlock on a gate. So uh, so I turn my car off. I get out. I open. Sounds the gate. like something Jerry from Parks and Rec would do. <laughs> And he'd get his car stolen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they'd all call him Larry or Terry. And uh Gary. Yeah. And then and then so I, I and then I walk back around to my car and I'm like, gotta remember to back the car in. Yeah. And and I put the key in and it goes ring. Of course it does. You know, parked there on the apron on the sidewalk, blocking the entrance to the bag lot that I have just now opened for people who will be coming to work. I'm the first one there. And I'm like, I guess I'm calling AAA now. <laughs> but what I discovered is uh, there is something called cold cranking amps. They 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 did a test of my battery and my entire system to make sure that it was the battery and not anything else wrong with my car. Sure. And then I, you know, they sold me a new battery right then and there and installed it and got my car moved and parked in my spot, literally seconds before the the first person. Came and then another person came right behind them and pulled in the lot. Like nobody, it got inconvenienced. It was literally like three seconds away from being inconvenienced to somebody. And I'm like, damn, that dude deserves a tip. So I tipped him. His name is <laughs> uh, is uh, Xavier. He goes by Zay. Wow. Yeah. So thank you, Zay. <laughs> so like an X Man, a superhero, save your day. Yeah. Saved everybody's day. You know, yeah. kept everybody from having problems. Very good, but I got well this. Done, I got say. this big printout on like receipt paper, but it was you know like a foot and a half long, right? And it had all the test results on it, and I was reading it afterwards to kind of just to see what what I could recognize on there. Sure. And it said twelve point four eight volts, and I was down twenty five percent from my my uh, appropriate number of 
CCAs. And I was like, what the hell is CCA? So I Google it, and it's cold cranking amps. And I realized my car had the same problem as the command module. <laughs> Thank God I had AAA plus. For, and, and Zay was like practically around the corner getting breakfast when I called and immediately came over uh, to help me tie the limb batteries so that I could extract those last few amps. And, <laughs> and then you went inside and you, you dumped out the big box of stuff. And land on Earth. You dumped, you dumped out the big box, box of stuff and you had to take, you know, you only right, because, have these things because that you have by to that put point together. I was using up all of the oxygen and uh, not, <laughs> not like scrubbing the, the CO2 scrubber, out of the right. air. Right. <laughs> using just yeah. this stuff that you found in an architect's office. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a lot of T-squares and some and, uh, triangles and, uh, and some drawing templates and masking a lot of, tape that's, a lot of computer mice. A lot of masking tape that's, that's not, not really, really that sticky. I don't think this is going to work yeah. well. Can we anyway. seal that with drafting dots? <laughs> Kurt, <laughs> drafting dots. Can we, can we filter the air through the scumbag? <laughs> wow. That's old school. I haven't thought about that thing for 20 years. Kurt, uh, what else is news? I didn't really have any other news because you took my other story. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, do you have any other news? I have, um, a, I have a news thing we can do. Not specific news, um, but the uh, the first bits of uh, the Tom Hanks, Mr. Rogers movie oh, are starting yeah. to pop up. We're starting to see photos, onset photos of Tom Hanks. Did, all... did they uh, employ Colin Hanks as, as a young Mr. Rogers? I don't know. Or did I'm they not, de-ageify him? I'm not him? talking about the movie. Okay. I'm talking about Mr. Rogers. It's something that um, is worth just like, here's a little list of some of these things you probably, probably knew. Facts about Mr. about Mr. Rogers. Right. But some of you maybe didn't know. Um. I think we we probably all three of us knew he was an ordained minister. I have heard that. Um, here's one. He responded to all his fan mail. Good, get out. <laughs> Good responded. thing he died before the internet really took off, huh? <laughs> Yikes. Um, yeah, he responded. Like 2003, 2004, is that when he... And uh, and I I, I heard uh, I read a thing on Bob Ross too getting to the responding to fan mail stuff. Bob Ross respond he read every single one of his fan ma- uh, fan mails that he got, and he got when he was at the height of his popularity two hundred a day. Yeah, and he read them all that day. Yeah, like every day. He well, this, would read them. To Mr. Rogers and Bob Ross, two two guys with a common trait. They didn't they didn't use up all of all of their energy on screen performing so they had plenty left over right. to do things like answer all their but the thing about mailing. bob ross that killed me that really got me was um he read them all and he would remember regular writers like oh, okay because there were people who would write in consistently regularly and he would he would get he to, would kind of get to know them and write and and he would keep these letters and when somebody who was a regular writer hadn't written in in a while he would, he would write, write to them, them to, to see if they were them. okay wow <laughs> Much better person than I will ever be. You just you just gave me some serious ASMR tingles with that one. I gave you tingles. Nice. Um, he responded to all of it. Um, uh, he was he. he uh, I'm sure we've seen like Coco with with Mr. Rogers. Animals loved him. They just like there was a weird thing about him that animals no, just Coco the gorilla. Took to him. Coco the chimp? gorilla. Yeah, like immediately yeah. immediately took to him. And other animals did as well. He just he gave off a vibe. Like oh, that. my God. A decent human being. Holy crap. <laughs> Roger's decision to enter into the television world wasn't out of a passion for the medium. Far from it. He oh, said, I think I when I first story. saw children's television, I thought it was perfectly horrible. <laughs> yeah. And I thought there was some way of using this fabulous medium to, uh, to, be of a, uh, to, to nurture 
to those who would watch and listen. So he he, he got into television because he hated current what, children's programming. What, what they were doing at the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is documented that kids who watched Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood retained more than who's, those who watched Sesame Street. And people, um, you know, without really being able to measure it, they, they, they owe that. They think that probably owes to the, the kids identifying with this one person in every single episode who is constantly teaching them. Whereas in Sesame yeah. Street, there's the Muppets and there's the regular people well, and then the special Sesame, guests. Sesame Street has been blamed on giving giving uh, people short attention spans and yeah. AD, ADD. <laughs> those sweaters, those those great sweaters that he would take off. And, yeah, and, I know this one. Yeah, what, what, do, you, what do you know? The, his mom made them all for his him. His mom knitted every single one of yeah. those. Um, he was colorblind. Really? Red, green, or... Uh... One of the, one of the other uh, red green. He said uh, among the forgotten details about Fred Rogers is that he was so <laughs> colorblind he could not distinguish between tomato soup and pea soup at the commissary. So he'd ask people to tell him what the soup which was. Which soup that day. was which? So he couldn't see the red trolley. He could see the trolley. He just he saw just it as gray. Yeah, it was gray to him. Yeah. Um, he wore sneakers as a production consideration because hard soled shoes would make noise. That's on why the he, that's, floor. I was going to ask you is there, a, is there an explanation for the shoe changing? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So that it wouldn't be distracting. Yeah. Um, he could have just gotten carpet in his house, too. Oscar nominated actor. <laughs> yeah. Oscar nominated actor Michael Keaton's first job was as a stagehand on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. He managed picture picture. And appeared as Purple Panda. <laughs> so, like, like when the picture, voice picture, of? I don't know what Purple Panda was. When picture, picture changes, yeah, the picture that was in the er- early on. That was Michael Keaton back there moving the slides back and forth in the little slots. Oh wow, that was Batman. That was freaking Mister Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Dangerously <laughs> switching out picture, picture. Uh, oh. Let's see what else. Uh, we know. We all know the story about how Rogers helped save public television, right? Have you ever oh, yeah. watched that video? Mm-mm. In 1969, Rogers, who was relatively unknown at the time, went before the Senate to plead for a $20 million grant for public broadcasting, uh, which had been proposed by President Johnson, but was in danger of being sliced in half by Nixon. His passionate plea, and I don't remember who it was that he... It's not in, in this little blurb here, but it was he was... He was ple- the, 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 the guy who was in charge of the panel that was questioning him in the Senate was like vehemently against giving this money to public mm-hmm. rate, uh, to public television. He was like the guy had already decided, but he had to go through the hearing. He was just going through the motions. Yes. And Mr. Rogers went up there and, and changed him, his mind. Changed his mind. And the guy was like, like, I don't remember the line, what exactly he said, but he like Mr. Rogers got to the end of the whole thing and he said, you know, the guy was basically like, um, you know, I was blah, 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 blah. And you, you have changed my mind on that. You have your money. And he just made the decision. He's just like, that's it. He's <laughs> like, you, you get your money. Yeah. Um, Senator John Pastor. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I've seen the video and then I, I actually saw the documentary in the theaters when it came out, whatever. And that was a central feature of the doc. Obviously. He, obviously. he also went in front of the Supreme Court to testify. Because the Supreme Court was considering banning VCRs because they were recording television shows copyright and infringing on copyright. Yeah. And Mr. Rogers said, families that can't watch the show together can record it and watch it together as a family unit. And that is important. And the Supreme Court said, yeah, you know what? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> and so we have VCRs. <laughs> or at least in part. 
part he was part of the reason. Wow. And porn is the reason why they're VHS. Yes, we've talked about that. So that's uh, that's a whole bunch of great you Mr. Know, Rogers stuff. You know, to give you the other side of that coin, right? Yeah. Well, I've been watch- <laughs> Mr. Rogers, porn. I've been yeah. watching old episodes of X-Files. I went through the whole first season. I'm oh, into yeah? the second season now. And I find myself thinking, wow, the X-Files is old. And I've been making mm. little lists on, on Twitter. Oh, boy. <laughs> Let's see. What are some of the things I came across? Um, giant cell phones. Well, the giant cell phone with the antenna that you have that to pull out. That you have to out. pull out. Yeah. Right. Um, the uh, uh, Big computers. There's an episode where Scully is walking around an airport concourse without having purchased a ticket. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. Yeah, and you used to be able to buys, do that. And then she buys the ticket for the flight at the counter at that flight's gate. Yep. Yeah. Um, which is like, oh yeah, that, that, hasn't, that hasn't happened yeah, for a yeah. while. <laughs> yeah. Um, she also at the same airport used a payphone. Payphones. I was going to bring up. Yeah. Okay. That cost twenty cents. <laughs> what? Two dimes. That that. Those I don't pay, even remember that. Those payphones had not been upgraded to the twenty-five cent standard. That happened kind of slowly over the course of the late eighties and early nineties. Um, it's also possible that they were shooting in Vancouver. Oh, that's true. And they didn't change out the amount. They yeah, just happened yeah. to be twenty cents at. at you know, wherever they were shooting on yeah, the fir- in first, first four seasons, five, four five, or five, five were in Vancouver. Um, and let's see, what else was there? Uh, uh, Mulder's porn <laughs> is primarily in magazine and VHS form. Yeah. <laughs> that dates it. Not, not Betamax. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, where do you see his porn in the first season? Uh, you don't see it specifically. You don't see the tapes until I think a little later. But his he he mentions magazines a couple different times. Oh, okay. and 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 by the second season, Scully has already made a comment. Like it's clear that <laughs> that he's not hiding it when she comes like, over. Well, he, he just doesn't we don't, care. We don't see or there's or there's so much of it. Right. We that, don't see every yeah. moment between them. That's true. Like at some point, she's walked into his bedroom and seen that giant giant <laughs> stack of VHS tapes. <laughs> Giant, and by giant stack, you mean the room full of yeah. porn with no bed or yeah. furniture or that anything Michael other Mc- than porn. That Michael McKean discovers yeah. in the episode where they switch bodies. bodies at uh, Area 51. <laughs> and Michael McKean goes to his place and there's all this porn there. And, and Mulder in Michael McKean, Michael McKean's body goes to... Starts watching softcore porn like at, Skinamax. In the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. And the, and the wife and comes And she catches him, Nora Dunn. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, what else those, was Those there? are two of, two of the best X-Files episodes. Um, there's, of course, a secondary character who is shown smoking all the time. Not something you see on television uh, anymore. Other than cigarette smoking, man? I'm just talking okay. about... PGB uh, Spender. Smoking man, yeah. yeah. Um, cassette tape recording devices. Those mm. are fun. Yeah. Video cameras that took two hands because they were giant. You had yeah. to balance it on your shoulder. Um, a kidnapper took people hostage at a travel agency. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I popped the microphone. That was, that's the that's that's the Dwayne Barry episode when we first meet Dwayne Barry. Yeah, who's the abductee who kidnaps uh, Scully eventually. Tra- travel aid, uh, but I he, mean, he yeah he, going going. He back. hauls her he hauls her off in, into like a travel agency and, and holds hostage all the people who were there. Yeah, had. Had uh had uh the Americans uh continued uh past the eighties into the nineties, they still would have been able to have their travel agency front, yeah. although it would have died in the nineties. Um, Scully paid for groceries with a check and was not asked for ID. Yeah, and was she was she also in the regular uh line or the express? It was just an the, the, the express line because there was no express line. It was just a line. I 
I didn't see anything that indicated anything like that. So, and I also have, uh, by the time you're listening to this, of course, it's all done, but I have a poll right now. If either one of you want to vote um, on my Twitter right now, it's got seven hours left in the poll. It says, best part of the X-Files, three choices, monster episodes, mythology episodes, Mulder's porn addiction. <laughs> I already voted for Mulder's porn addiction. Yeah, Mulder's porn addiction. <laughs> Currently, monster episodes are in the lead, but not by oh. much. What's what's your choice, Craig, out of those? I like the monster episodes. Oh, okay. If the mythology episodes actually led somewhere, I would like them better. I used to like I, the mythology I do episodes. Like mythology up to about the sixth season. I like them up up until the eleventh season when, when they uh, completely screwed everything up and didn't end it well. <laughs> didn't end it at all. As um, long as it was ongoing, there was a chance that they would they could wrap it up well. Yeah, but it's wrapped up. But now, they so didn't. they didn't end it. The show no, had no it's end. It's done. And it had end. an even. It has an even worse ending and, yes. than the ending it got in its initial run. Yep. And now I because I'm... now there's no ending. <laughs> anyway, moving along. I don't know. Is that worse than the 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 somebody season just nine pledged finale? a dollar? Somebody pledged a dollar, Kurt. Yeah, I pledged a dollar. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> That's good, a nice clean five thousand dollars. Craig, Craig likes <laughs> those. Craig likes <laughs> to see those zeros, those even numbers. It's a nice number. It's gonna. It'll only be there for a little while. Sometime this weekend, it'll it'll change. Here, anyway. I'll go pledge fifty cents. No, don't. You screw can't. it up you completely. Can't. <laughs> um. Okay. What else have we got? Oh. Uh, okay. Real quick before we go into the the thing that I have to do. Um. Did you? Nineties <laughs> in the nineties, we got um we got the we had the grunge right. First, it was like it was new wave, and then it was alternative. And the kids and the came 80s. along with all the grunge, and then the grunge yeah. explosion became mainstream. And there were, you know, ripped jeans and flannel shirts everywhere. And, and then that the, eventually, and all the grunge bands complained about being rich, morphed into and and killed themselves because they couldn't handle the fame. And that eventually yeah, morphed into <laughs> only a few. <laughs> I'm like there were more. Yeah, there's. You didn't say. You said like, and then they all. I think, I think it's less. I think it's still in single digits. But yeah. the anyway, anyway, anyway. Then that morphed into the the hipster look with the the beards and the man buns and the knit hats and uh, the the funky glasses and whatever else and sure beard ornaments and <laughs> tattoos and piercings and all kinds of weird things. And uh, yeah, yeah, all those weird tattoos and piercings mm-hmm. that are freaking everywhere. They're not. They're weird. everywhere now. I think they're weird. I I, I don't have any. Well, uh, you're a Muslim, so. <laughs> Is it time to trim my beard, Craig? Should I should I get a little less sun? I totally don't look Muslim. No, you, like, you look like the opposite of Muslim. I have, except that you have facial hair. I'm not even white. I have fish skin. It's just veins. He's almost translucent. Yeah, yeah it's just like like looking at a, at one of those uh, anatomy uh, models he, where he stands, it has the skin peeled off. If of I'm it. if I'm over here in the evening and he stands in the right spot, I can see the light through him. Mm-hmm. You look like one of those mannequins in that backyard in California <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that have been bleached because they've been sitting out in the hot California sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So um, a uh, a man. Um, I don't know if you saw this in the news. Was angry? That... <laughs> I think I know where this is going. Yeah, I think I yeah. saw this. I've, I've, yeah, I've, this is a couple weeks old, and I just hadn't gotten to it. Man was angry. His photo was used uh, to prove that all hipsters look alike. <laughs> he threatened to sue a technology magazine for using what he thought was his image. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> MIT Technology Review detailed a study about the so-called 
hipster effect. Quote, the counterintuitive phenomenon in which people who oppose mainstream culture all end up looking the same. <laughs> the inclusion of a version of a Getty Images photo of the bearded flannel-wearing man, also wearing a knit hat, right. um, prompted the, uh, one reader to write to the magazine, quote, your lack of basic journalistic ethics in both the matter in which you reported this uncredited nonsense and the slanderous, unnecessary use of my picture without permission demands a response, and I am, of course, pursuing legal action. The picture was not of him. <laughs> it turns <Right>. out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Because? Because the hipsters all look alike. <laughs> Thus proving the study correct. Yeah, let's see. And that's a... that's how it is in any like subculture. They all, you know, people in the subculture get into the same. I shouldn't say every subculture, but a lot. Where if there's a look involved as part of the subculture, yeah, it happens. Don't be, there was the don't first be cranky about it. Just actually be, be was nonconformist. <laughs> yeah, so... and even and even like now, there's people who like like you. You might see somebody dressed a little. Um, oddly or out of the ordinary and you'd be like wow okay and you know like you never saw somebody dressed quite like that before but there's plenty of people that yeah they just you know i i, I dress in you know geek chic which is to say a lot of black a lot of gaming t-shirts <laughs> you know that's my my standard wardrobe i wear the uniform of my tribe although you've been you've been uh you've been jazzing it up there with the hat lately yeah that's because i don't want to do anything with my hair <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm finally at the point where I don't care to get my hair under control before I come over here. I wear this hat. Also, my five head is getting out of control. Really? Not really. No. It's it is like, what it is. It's been the same way for like, like ten years. I was gonna say, do I see you so often that I haven't noticed it slowly, slowly becoming a six head? No. <laughs> no. It's seemed the same to me. Uh, yeah, the web's easier. <laughs> the website's editor in chief, Gideon Litchfield gave an interview uh they asked him a couple of questions um he says i guess maybe he has something against hipsters or being called a hipster but he didn't like it he wrote some things that were very uncomplimentary about the article itself uh he says the first uh, my question is well did we do anything we shouldn't have so i looked at what his accusation was and i said he seems to be accusing us of implying that he's a hipster i'm pretty sure that can't be prosecuted for slander <laughs> My second thought was, you know, I'm sure that we used this photo in accordance first with the of license. All, first of all, libel, if it was written, but go ahead. And we got it from a reputable agency. <laughs> so there shouldn't be a problem with using it, even if the person in the picture doesn't like the implication. Well, he said he was uh, going to... He said it was slanderous, and then he was pursuing legal action. He didn't say libelous. Well, he used um, the wrong word there. So he it wasn't slanderous. Nobody was saying anything. Right, written word. He was responding to the to the to the word that the guy used. Yeah, but the guy was. I, I, Rather I, than correcting had, him, if I had been an a hole, I would have come back and said, "No, it's not slanderous. Nobody said anything." Okay, <laughs> I would have just dragged the conversation out as much as I possibly could by distinguishing between libel and slander. But continue. Uh, see, so says I forwarded the email to our art department, and their response was, "Yes, we have the right license, but you know we can take the picture down anyway if he's annoyed." But our creative director said, "No, this was an image that we used with permission and perfectly in accordance with our rights. We shouldn't take it down just because somebody doesn't like it." Um, so in the end, the creative director wrote to Getty Images and said, "Look, we have an angry reader who doesn't like the way we use this photo. Could you check that you know that he signed a model release and that the license is all in order?" 
And uh, they came back and said, actually, the model in the photo does not have the same name as the person who wrote to you. (laughs) (laughs) Know what they really should have done? They should have responded back to the guy and said, they did. Okay. We no, they should have no, they should have responded back and said, Okay, we'll we'll switch the image in the in the story and then just leave the image there. And then he says, You didn't switch it. No, we did. <laughs> 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 no, what they should have done is use the same photo or and just mirrored just reversed it. it. Flipped it to the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he would he would immediately not think it was him. You've heard that thing, right? Unless you're unless your your face is terribly symmetrical, and most people's aren't. Yeah. Um, when you, when you see, when you see, cause you see yourself in the mirror, so you see yourself flipped a lot. Right. We, so we it, are, we are all used to seeing the way we look in reverse. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you see photos of yourself, sometimes people will say, I don't really look very good. And everything. that's part of the reason you, you don't feel mm-hmm. you look good is because you don't look right yes. to what you're used to seeing because flipping the photo. So like, and that, that goes for like if, when you're looking at other people too, if you've seen them like this and then you see a mirror, a mirror image version of their face it will look wrong yeah because you're so used to seeing them another way another another notice it immediately interesting uh brain eye optical unless you're Gwyneth Paltrow and perfectly symmetrical optical brain illusion and perfectly crazy well that's a difference we're not on that story right now we're talking about (laughs) symmetry we're not talking about goop we're talking about (laughs) facial symmetry and all of the the goop Gwyneth uh she is objectively symmetrical There's what are our stop stop. There's stop one on Modern Family that, that's Mirror Sorvino. There's one on there was one on Parks and Rec. I don't know who that actress was. Um, Bluesh. <laughs> I think there's a third one now. I can't remember what it is though. Anyway, um, no. Here's a trick for uh, for those for those of you uh, with uh, beard follicles growing on your faces. Um, grow your beard out really thick and leave it for several months and then shave it off. Your your face looks smaller. <laughs> you look like you look like your mouth is tiny, and you have yeah. this teeny tiny little chin, and that your your head is actually squat, <laughs> not as long because you're used to seeing you're used to seeing just a bigger overall face, right? And it happens every, every slowly direction. over time. <clears throat> yeah. Why the long face? Okay, um, I'm surprised none <laughs> of you none of you did this. I was gonna save it. Uh, Put it in my back pocket for a time we didn't have a topic, which is today, and um, and uh, but I'm gonna go ahead and do it because uh, loud guy Michael, who was uh, you may remember from last week's episode, uh, went ahead and posted it on Facebook, and we and somebody's already mentioned the phrase Florida man. Oh did, yeah, did you see this? There's a new challenge. Yeah, have you done it? Yeah. Did did, did you get any good? It was okay. Good headlines. My I got so many good headlines. I figured uh, we, I just took the top one. We would all. I didn't dig. Let me go find my. Well, I think technically the Florida Man challenges. Okay, so what it is is you Google Florida Man in quotes, and then you put the month and day of your birthday, and whatever the first article that comes up is your Florida Man story. Right. Um, heard? Have you heard of this? Yes, I have heard of this, and my dogs are running. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> More interesting than this podcast. That's for sure. Do you have something else you'd rather talk about? No, nah, I'll go. I'll go. I got to go find mine. Or I can suppose I could search for it again, but Kurt, I did it and I posted it somewhere. Kurt, are you searching? I'm searching right now. Yes. Okay. Um, my, the first one that came up for me, and of course, every time you do this, you get different results. And now it's starting to be poisoned by stories about Florida Man Challenge. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mine is a news article with a, a surveillance video 
that shows uh, Florida man drops stolen TV from getaway scooter. That is my Florida man story. But I have, but there are more that are funnier than that. No, I had a, I had a good one now that I remember. I gotta find it here. Um, Florida man, Florida man yells, "Come and get me!" to deputies. <laughs> is arrested. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's two parts about this story that make it better than that headline. One, he was on a four wheeler. <laughs> of course, yeah, ATV. Yeah, um, <laughs> the preferred method. If you can't, if you can't have a scooter, he fled a traffic stop. On an ATV. No, on a, uh, I think oh, it in a, in seems like in a vehicle, then later came back to taunt the officers and do donuts on his four-wheeler well, <laughs> while well, holding a beer. Well, yeah, because that was not technically driving drunk, he thought. <laughs> yeah, because an ATV is not, a, that doesn't apply. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he was, he was, no, no, he was, he was on the four-wheeler when he got stopped and then he, yeah. his two buddies stayed and, it, and the cops, so the cops stopped to ticket them or talk to them or whatever. And he left and he came back around with a beer <laughs> and then taunted them and said, come and get me. And so they did. <laughs> well done, Florida man. <laughs> so mine for my birthday, naked Florida man bikes backwards on Miami highway. <laughs> wow. Is that motorcycle? Um, I'm looking at, the, I pulled, just pulling up the article. Uh, no, this is uh, actual bicycling. <laughs> Backwards naked. It's impressive. Yeah. So, it, do bicycles go backwards? I guess if you have the right gearing, like stunt, if you if you stunt, have a stunt BMXs and stuff. Yeah, like, like if you have they're, a like a. Oh no! So I I, I found the video. Bike. Oh, you got video. <laughs> um, okay. He's sitting on he's the bike backwards. On the handlebars. So Uh-oh. he's backward, but the bicycle's facing the correct direction. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's using so, the handlebars as the seat. Okay. And he's pedaling. Yeah. He's pedaling backwards, he's pedaling so the bike it, is still moving forward. Backwards, so, so the bike is moving forward, forward, but he is moving backwards. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I've seen like trick riders do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Sure. Yep. <laughs> okay. Some. some and, yeah. This is on a freeway, mind you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's also that. Yeah. This is on an eight-lane freeway, from best I can tell in the video. Oh. Some other good ones that I had. Florida man arrested after he attempted to pay for his McDonald's order with weed. (laughs) Well, there's a TV one again. Now, see, every time you do this, it mixes them up. Does anybody else have have good ones? Oh, I closed it. Oh, here. I liked mine. I just stuck with that one. This is one of my favorites. Florida man allegedly takes and stuns deputy with his own taser. So this is one of the rare ones where Florida man wins. <laughs> no, well, he he stunned well, no, he, he a cop. He didn't win that officer. in the end. He eventually loses, but in <laughs> yeah. the headline, he wins. Yeah. Usually, Florida Man loses in the headline. And the great thing about Florida Man headlines is they're the easiest headlines to write. I think I was thinking about this because all you have to do is write Florida Man and then insert stupid act here. <laughs> now the thing about it is, is that. It's turned into a meme as Florida Man, but you can do this same search in any state. Oh, sure. It'll be be harder to get good stories in states with smaller populations, but you can certainly, you know, search California woman or (laughs) New York man. You'll get plenty of those types of stories. (laughs) There's there's people doing stupid stuff all over the world. Um, British type in British man. <laughs> That's just that if you type in Florida man, it's going to be like all memified right now, particularly. 
Russian man is actually a pretty good one. Too. Yeah, there's a lot, <laughs> lot of a lot of crazy Russians. They do all sorts of <laughs> ridiculous stuff. I, I found more than one article that were uh, uh, hol- uh, holiday themed. It's a consequence of having a December birthday. Florida sure. man to display Festivus poll at Oklahoma Capitol. The Arkansas Democrat Gazette. So <laughs> 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 that one is literally all over the map. There was another one here about Santa. Let me see if I can find that. Oh, no, Santa. Did everybody else close theirs? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I, can't, I can't even find, find news stories anymore. It's all just the meme now. Florida yeah. man fakes heart attack to steal Barbie car from Walmart. That was a good one, too. Let me see if I can. Oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> Santa plans for Florida man prepares defense against ninja stars alligator. <laughs> You'd think that was an Onion article headline, right? Okay, I recognized those as words, but the <laughs> choice of the words and the order in which they appear is confusing. Okay, so Santa is planning for, for a visit from Florida Man and preparing his defense against ninja stars and alligators, because that is what Florida Man is going to attack Santa with, apparently. Apparently. Jeez. So not an Onion article, this is from the Pensacola News Journal. <laughs> I have no idea why this is re- uh, an actual article. Oh, it's an opinion piece. Okay. Is it time for a Kevin question? Sure. Kurt, you lucked out. You are here on a momentous uh, day. I feel so honored. It is a milestone in Kevin questioning. Uh-oh. Yes, that's right. If you've been keeping track and were able to count up with numbers you know that today is 100 question or as all four of us kevin included would pronounce it a hundred question hundred question hundred it's question hundred honored kevin asks where did the phrases keep it 100 and hashtag blessed come from One day they didn't exist, and the next, everyone acted like we have been saying them for years. Is it possible that they slowly seeped into everyday life, then all of our memories were erased after we realized we are slaves to our robot overlords, but they missed the hashtag blessed and keep it 100 stuff? Thanks, Kevin. Um, I don't know that I have ever seen... One person came up with it somewhere. (laughs) I I don't know that I have ever seen anybody... Who has actually written the words? Keep it keep 100. It 100. They just use that 100 emoji. Yeah, yeah. Um, the hashtag blessed thing has been that's been around for a while. That's well that that has gone in hand in hand with um, getting the have a blessed day rather than having a good day in like drive-throughs and stuff. From you know some people they that's how, that's how they you know say goodbye to you after yeah. you after you get your you know. Your triple chalupa, <laughs> your your taco, your taco your bell, <laughs> your, your, your chalupa centipede. Is that just something that happens in the south, or do people uh, say have a blessed day to you up north, there, Kurt? Um, I would say it'd probably be more rural. I've heard it a few times around the Midwest, but I've that, heard, I've I would heard it up, that's more of a southern. I've thing. heard it other places. A you hear it a lot, too, here. but it's a lot here. Yeah, it's a lot. That's southern. a Bible Belt thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So the hashtag blessed, I, so I think it's a, it's a, it's a confluence of Bible Belt and Southern hospitality that yeah. has, because of 
because of social media has just permeated. Yeah. You know, yeah. 20 years ago, something that was a Southernism wouldn't have gotten nearly the play outside of the South. Right. Without, you know, because, you know, there's no social media for people to share it on. So. Yeah. I thought and that... then the hashtag blessed thing has become 50 50 sincere and sarcastic, of course. Right. Yeah. Now it's like half the time people, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> cut my toe off in the lawnmower today. Hashtag, hashtag blessed. blessed. <laughs> the keep it 100 thing I remember was a thing on uh, Larry Wilmore's show on Comedy Central. What was that called? Um, the Nightly Show. Do you remember this? Vaguely. Is that the. Yeah, One he did it for a year like, or two. It was like it was the follow-up show to uh, the Daily Show before they brought back the Daily Show. Oh no, no it was the one that came on after. It was on after. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before Colbert, I think even maybe. But Larry Wilmore had the show. Right. And it was mm-hmm. it was a panel thing that they, they did, and I, he had a segment called "Keep It One Hundred. I don't know where he got it from, <laughs> but that goes back at least that far. I don't know what to tell you, Kevin. It's one of those. Mysteries of the internet. Yeah, but thank you, Kevin, for coming up with a question that involved the number 100. 100. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the best I got. Is it just one of those things that has seeped out from uh, wherever it started? And it's it's all Twitter's fault, basically. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We good? Yes, uh, since we're reading emails and Andy, listener Andy, you mentioned... Okay, you know, people who email the show. Right. And and included Andy in that. And I said that he had emailed us. So he emailed about um he says episode three ten ish. He was he was, he was of course dry, driving from out of state on one of his uh work trips sure. and listening to lots of episodes and he didn't remember which number it was exactly. But uh it was the one where you talked about the Enigma machine that was for sale at that auction house. Oh, yeah, yeah. The the weird weird objects or whatever auction. And um he said that uh one of his favorite YouTube channels is called Number File, and they recently did a, a really nice video on uh who, how I guess it's how it worked using an actual working original Enigma machine, including uh, going into how a commercial version differed from the military one. What? There was a commercial version of the Enigma machine. Well, there were also different. There were also different versions. I learned this watching um, QI. Quite interesting. They had the question came up: Who was the first to crack the Enigma code? And one of the people. And this is one of those one ones. Of the people said Benedict Cumberbatch. Well, this is the one that's designed to get the people to to say the wrong answer. Because then, if you do the wrong answer, they put the big, you know, like the obvious wrong answer. Uh-huh. Like someone who's going to say Alan Turing. Or Turing's team, and that, that's going to get that boop, boop, and they put the same. You know, okay, it, it's to shame you, but somebody knew it. The Poles. There were Polish scientists who cracked the original Enigma okay. code before they changed how the Enigma machine worked, uh-huh. and that's the one that Turing's team broke later. Um, and then they had a whole run. You know, they had a whole little discussion in there about Turing's team and Alan Turing and his unfortunate end and his how his life went. Um, and uh, Kurt, are you familiar? Mike's kind of looking at me a little dull, a little blank face. Did you watch the uh, the Benedict Cumberbatch thing? No. Um, oh, no. He was uh, Alan Turing was homosexual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know this, the whole and story. And he ultimately, I'm was, aware of the, of the of the movie and the events it is based. He on, was yes. yeah. He was chemically castrated by the government mm-hmm. as a deviant, um, and committed suicide. This is in it. Great Britain. In, yes. Yeah. And yep. uh, 
uh, a few years ago that that was all expunged by the queen and he was he knighted posthumous, posthumously or he was given some he honor he got something yeah he got some honor um because they've now looked back at you know looking back at it they can with reasonable certainty say that he he and his team shortened the war by 2 years and saved hundreds of thousands of lives by cracking that code um so yeah <laughs> Way to bring the show down, Craig. So, what was Andy's right. comment? Oh, he was no, pointing was us it. at the. Gotcha. And he and he has provided a link to that that uh, that episode of oh, Number cool. File, and we'll include that in the show notes. Cool. But um, speaking of of the polls, uh, being one quarter poll, I I, I was uh recently interested to discover um Polish potato vodka. Kurt, you <laughs> like booze? Yes. <laughs> have you have you had you're, you're the show booze hound he's the yes. show booze connoisseur <laughs> well andy and ray are the beer snobs and kurt's the booze hound because <laughs> he's the scotch drinker have you ever <laughs> had other... uh polish potato vodka kurt? i have not actually had potato vodka because potato really? vodka is garbage <laughs> really i thought that was the well, better vodka not... no it's like there's good our booze vodka doesn't use potatoes it's you know, people use potatoes because that's all they had access to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, regular vodka is not potato vodka. Like, yeah, well, good vodka is going to be grain-based. Yeah. Oh, but, okay. Know, I thought the potato poor, stuff was the... When you're a poor Eastern European peasant, you need to make booze because your life sucks. Mm-hmm. You use what you have, which was potatoes. <laughs> okay. I was just wondering what a Polish potato looks like. Is it shaped like a light bulb? Oh, see, you know, see, you're you got it, but you jokes. got it though. I made that joke at work, and nobody got it. They all just stared at me. I had to explain it, and then they laughed, which is weird because you're not supposed to get laughs when you explain the joke. No, you're supposed to get. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> if you explain it after the fact, people go, uh, and that's funny. <laughs> no, no, the explanation actually worked. It's one of the rare instances of that happening. So I will hashtag con- blessed. Hashtag blessed. I will continue <laughs> to explain jokes that don't get an immediate response. Oh, Thank good. you for encouraging me. Good. You're welcome, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? I think so. Kurt. Yeah. Thanks for uh, jumping on the show today and talking to us. Yes. Go, thank uh, you. You can go have some scotch. Um, in about 40 minutes. But only potato scotch. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of potato makes brown liquor? No, 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 no. It's it's regular uh, distilled uh, scotch that's made from um, Scottish people. I don't know what scotch is made from. Barley. (laughs) Thank you, barley. Scotch is made from Scottish people. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, I mean, the scotch doesn't come out of this. Still brown. It turns brown in the barrel. Well, so no, 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 no. That's but that's potato that, vodka. No, that's what that's what potato scotch is. It's aged in a in a giant um carved out potato. Oh, okay. <laughs> Try it, folks. It's uh something to drink. It has alcohol in it. It'll it'll get you drunk. Mike, where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us, nerdburgershow at gmail.com. And you can go to nerdburgergames.com for my stuff, drivethroughrpg.com to buy it. Go to the Kickstarter. It's going on for a couple more weeks if you want to pick up Capers or Capers Noir or both. And uh, you can find Nerdburger Craig on Patreon, and you can give me $2. $2 per month. Craig wants his $2. I do. In a little over four years, it'll be 100 <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> <laughs>
on the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig put out a call for photos from their dozens of listeners. We've got to see if we have a uh, a subculture. Do we, are we all dressing oh. the same because we're Nerdburger fans? You and I aren't. No, we're not, but that doesn't mean the fandom isn't. We might have like two little mini subcultures, half that dress like you and half that dress like me. It's possible. So we're going to put out a call. Maybe we'll get some photos in here that we can... Uh, Look through them and say, hey, they all look like the same person. And then we can put them all in a scrapbook with some nice lace and doilies and some, glitter some and decoupage and some uh, some baby's breath. <laughs> right? It's like dr- is, dried weeds. Mike is so crafty. Mike knows nothing about scrapbooking, does he? <laughs> what, you don't put baby's breath in your scrapbook? What about on the cover? Pressed flowers in there, sure. Oh yeah, that's true. Dried, Pressed, dried out. Yeah. Uh huh. Anyway. Yeah. And then it, then it'll smell like potpourri, and you can leave it on the back of your uh, toilet tank for uh, your your house guests to flip through, and 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 then it does double duty. So it entertains the person sitting there making the stink, and then it also helps cover it up. Sure. <laughs> Million dollar idea, potpourri toilet book, free. <laughs> To the world to use. I will only demand 10%. Toilet book. (laughs) (laughs) Toilet book. (laughs) I mean a bathroom reader. (laughs) When I hear toilet book, I picture like... Mike, that's called Reader's Digest. photos of toilets. (laughs) I sat down... I sat... table toilet book. Ooh, bathrooms with coffee tables in them. No, they're not bathrooms. They're whiz palaces, as as Leslie Nope calls it. When she can't think of the word. When she's practicing to go out on right. a date yeah with ann yeah the, pl- the place you go to the, the whiz palace the place you go to pee the uh the the whiz palace <laughs> <laughs> okay bye bye <laughs>